you don't have to be a millennial to be socially savvy. We believe anyone can join Generation Social Media, and your journey starts now. This is the Generation Social Media Podcast by Chatterkick. Welcome back to Generation Social Media Podcast. My name is Hannah Maiman. I am a visual content strategist here at Chatterkick. And today we are joined by our very own Christy Plucker, who is our customer experience manager. And we're going to be discussing what a virtual content capture is and how you can use it. So hi, Christy. Welcome to the hey. podcast. It's good to see you, yeah. even if good it's not in real life. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what exactly is a virtual content capture? Yeah, so um, a virtual content capture, really, uh, we had done it a little bit before the pandemic, but uh, really, like, during the pandemic, we were like, you know, a content capture usually, like, meant that we would have a photographer, videographer, um, and then somebody from our team go out to our clients and uh, take, you know, photos, videos of the people that work there and, um, you know, just, like, photos of their buildings, things like that. And so we had to get a little bit scrappy um, when it when the pandemic hit because we still needed more content for what we were doing for them. So right. um, with the virtual content captures, basically what that is is you know just getting content, um, but when you're in two different locations. So um, you know we can get things like interviews and um, audio. Uh, we've done um, some like different research stuff that, that we would be able to use them later for, you know, audio bits and things like that. So it's really just a, a I guess, a hack, <laughs> especially if, like, you know, you're not in the same area uh, as your client to be able to grab content that, that you can use in um, social and, you know, other marketing. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of a very quick uh overview of what uh, virtual content capture is. Right. And I know there's a bunch of different platforms you can use, whether it's like Google Meet or Ring Central, Zoom, things like that. Do you have any recommendations for what softwares people should use for these virtual content captures? Yeah, I think that that needs to be determined um, before you kind of get into it, especially, you know, with all of the different video um, softwares that there are, maybe find out with your client, like what they're most comfortable with and what works the best for them. Um, And then I would do like a trial run just to make sure that you don't run into any, um, you know, problems that you might have. Um, A good internet connection is also a must. Uh, You don't Mm want to get stuck (laughs) where somebody freezes in the frame or they're going in and out of, you know, being blurry. Um, The one good thing, though, is is if those things do happen, it's not always just video that you can take from these content captures. You can also get the audio. So there may be a really good piece of audio um, that you can pull when somebody, you know, either got blurry or, you know, kid walked into the room (laughs) or something like that. So, um, Mm -hmm. but uh, I would also say, hopefully a kid doesn't walk into their room. (laughs) Hopefully that doesn't happen. I think that there, what was that? There was that one guy that um, was doing the newscast. Have you seen that video where they're like kid walks into the room and he's on like national TV trying to do this interview and his wife like walks in it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
so yeah, make sure that you don't have any of that stuff happening. Um, you know, a dog in the background, like <laughs> doing something that, you know, is inappropriate or whatever. Um, so yeah, you'll want to make sure that, you know, you're in a quiet space. You're not going to get interrupted. You have a good internet connection. Um, you have already, you know, gone with your client to figure out, okay, what is the best, um, you know, video, uh, capture software to use. Um, but yeah, I would say that, uh, I think that those are probably the most important things to, to watch out for. Um, also even like this, you know, making sure that you have like headphones in or something with a microphone. I know that you can't see mine right now, but I do have some in just to make sure that like you're only catching that audio that's coming out of your mouth instead of like all of the other background noises that could be happening, um, like an air conditioning running or, you know, um, a truck going by or something like that. that mm-hmm. You don't catch any of that stuff. Yeah. So you kind of want it to be more of a kind of professional, but at the same time, it can be casual. Just you don't want any of those distractions or anything going on in the background. Yeah. So yep. now that we know what a virtual content t- capture is, what does a typical one normally look like? Because I know, like you said, we can use the video, we can use the audio from it. And then I know there's different camera angles or cameras you can use for it also. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of depends on what you're what you're wanting to get. Um, I think that there, you know, there's the this setting where it's kind of, you know, more intimate. It's just a one on one. You can have, you know, kind of a nice conversation and, um, you know, you always you can let the person know that you're doing the content capture with that they should um repeat back to you the question that you asked them in their own words, because when you go to edit it, you're not going to want to have yourself in it. It's going to just be that person. And so, Mm -hmm. um, you'll want to make sure that they, you know, try to do that. If they forget, it's not a huge deal. We can always, you know, you can always put like the text on top of that video of whatever you ask them or in the copy, Um, but I would say just typically like one-on-one or we've done it where you've got, you know, a group of people, um, you can, you can focus in on one person while they're talking. Um, and you know, we also typically will grab the transcript so that we can use anything that was in that transcript, um, you know, to use for copy Or um, also, you know, at the end of everything, when you edit and you need to have like the closed caption on the bottom, it's really nice to have that transcript already done and ready for you. Um, I've also done it where like I kind of did a round robin. So I coordinated, I think it was like eight to 10 people to go one right after another. So um just kind of scheduling them and and getting them on to the call at the time that they were supposed to be on. Um, One thing that if you do that, you'll want to make sure that you have like the room where you can say, okay, you can come in now um, so that you don't have somebody like jumping into your interview right when you're, you know, in the middle of asking a question because they Mm -hmm. can't go over. Um, But another thing that we've done in the past, too, is sometimes um, if your client doesn't 
love to maybe type out how they would answer something or make a video of themselves and send it into you, you know, them talking. Um, one thing you can do is, you know, if you're having a meeting, you can just hit record. Obviously you'd want to let them know <laughs> that you yeah. might hit record, but then when you get into conversations about strategy and stuff like that, you can really start to take out some of the tidbits of like, okay, this is how they think we can use this for, um, you know, like thought leadership or anything like that. You can, you can really just take those things out and use them as sound bites. So I think any content that you're grabbing, um, anytime that you're remote or doing something, you know, where two people aren't in the same room, um, that that could also be considered, you know, part of a content capture. Right. And I know when you do content captures, you can also use them in your own social media post. You can use them for blogs, even webinars work great. And then there's also training sessions, product demonstrations, and then you can even use them on your website, just kind of showcasing more of that culture because it's kind of gives it more of an authentic feel because it's coming from the people that actually work there or the people they work with. And I know there's a lot of different types of content you can use, like this podcast we can use in micro content, whether it's just something one of us said, like a quote, or it can be like a short video clip also does really great. And yeah, we, uh, we did that for one of our clients too, where we took, um, I, it was the one where I coordinated, I think it was like up to eight people. Um, and what happened was we ended up, I think it ended, I think it was something like 20 minutes worth of interview style, like content capture. And when um, we broke it down, I think it was 82 pieces of content. And mm-hmm. so that's crazy. Like 20 minutes turns into 82 pieces of content, depending on how often you post, even if you're posting, you know, say twice a week or something like that, that's um, what, 41 weeks of content. So it's almost mm-hmm. a whole year of content um, just in just in 20 minutes. So kind of crazy. Yeah, I know there's a lot of different ways you can use them. And even use them a year later if you need to, because a lot of that stuff is still relevant on what mm-hmm. your company is and what you do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also it's it's really cool to to get people to like tell in their own words what they think about like working there or the, the solutions that they have or like what was your favorite part of your week last week or, you know, something like that. You get all of that in their own words. It's super authentic. Like you can um, really pull out just a ton of that kind of stuff. You can also, depending on how good the video was, you can take stills of them too. Um, if it's high enough quality, And, um, also the thing that I love to do with the audio clips is just like having that, like bouncing bar, which I think is, you know, it's a very simple thing where you can have a still of somebody, maybe it's their headshot and then Mm -hmm. you can take their audio from their interview or, you know, different pieces of their audio, really, um, getting into like that micro content. And then you can just, I mean, something as simple as having that move across the screen grabs people's eyes and it's, you know, it's 
better than just having that still image and maybe some copy. Um, right. So, yeah. All right. Is there any other questions you would like to talk about or anything else you'd like to discuss about what a virtual content capture is? Um, no, not really. I think that the the biggest thing that I would say is like, if, if the opportunity presented itself, like if it's a meeting or, you know, oh, hey, you guys are doing, like you said, a webinar or whatever, mm-hmm. will you just hit record? <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's something that I would ask. Um, and we have asked our clients to do like, hey, would you just hit record? Or like, is there going to be anybody there that's taking this video? Because um, they can send that stuff to us and we can, you know, put it out there and break it up however we need. And uh, there's just a lot of different things that you can do with mm-hmm. a virtual content capture. All right. Well, that's a lot of helpful information. And to kind of summarize what we talked about today, you don't want a distracting background, or that includes noise, a dog walking in, a kid walking in. <laughs> And then, yeah, if you're, if, and and make sure that you've cleaned up any personal items. Yes. You know? <laughs> anyway, there could be some some questionable things in your background that you definitely don't want want showing. Mm-hmm. Right, and then there's different software platforms you can use, and different ways that you can use this virtual content capture, whether it's through your website, social media posts, different things like that. So thank you, Christy, for joining us here today and sharing your insights on what a virtual content capture is. That is a wrap for today's episode. Thank you for listening to Generation Social Media Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on our social media accounts for more insights on the latest social media trends. That's it for this episode of Generation Social Media Podcast. If you had an aha moment or just a ha-ha moment, I would be so grateful if you leave a review with the moment you loved most. If you have a question you'd like us to answer on the next episode, fill out the form on generationsocialmediapodcast.com.